Hey cookies! <laughs> Welcome back to Chronicles of Faith, the podcast. I am so excited to be doing this again. I mean, last week I wasn't able to record or even post any new episode. And reason being a very personal one, <laughs> but I am back now. I am so sorry that I went MIA last week. I'm really sorry. I genuinely apologize. And yes, thank you to some persons. I'm not even going to lie. I think about two persons only reminded me, you guys. <laughs> but really, I'm grateful for those two persons that reminded me. I said, hey, what's up? There's no episode today. But yeah, thank you very much. Thank you to those two persons. And maybe you you thought about it, but you don't you just don't know how you were going to like reach out to me and ask me. Thank you still. Yeah, thank you still, alright. So yeah, thank you so much. And thank you for always listening to me. I mean, thank you for always listening to whatever it is that I have to say. Knowing that I, it is not I who talk, but it is the Spirit of the Lord who is speaking through me. So thank you very much for honoring the voice of the Lord and listening to me regardless. Thank you so much. All right, let's get right into it. Okay, before we get right into it, um, hours are week. So I am currently recording Sunday evening, knowing that Super Eagles will be playing in the AFCON finals tonight by 9 o'clock p.m. And I'm just trying to record right now because I know that I'm going to be so out of character by then that I would not have the time to record early hours of the morning that I, that I would naturally record. So this is just the best time for me to do so right now. And I'm just really hoping that <laughs> Super Eagles is going to win this game. I mean, you guys, when you think about the way nigerians have been so out of has been so out of character since last week wednesday you guys will know that we really need to win this thing we've literally abused the whole of africa like right now we've abused the whole of africa south africa let's not even go to south africa those ones they saw shaggy <laughs> but i mean i feel like the major people who has gotten so much sub from us has to be Ghanaians. i don't know how these people do it but at this point they are definitely tired of us. They are definitely tired. <laughs> you guys, this is so funny to me because anytime I go online, especially on Twitter, I'm very, very conversant on Twitter. So anytime I go on Twitter, I see the way one way or the other, Ghanaians will just get it. They will just get a sub from us. And I'm like, oh my, what did these people do again? And it's just because we want South Africa. It's because we want Angola. It's because, you know, it's just been one way or the other. And it's really fun to me, to be honest. I'm never going to lie. And I think that's because we are the one giving it out. We are the one dishing it out. We are not the one on the receiving end. So it's beautiful to say, oh, I love it. I love my country. It's beautiful. (laughs) But if we are the one on the receiving end, we know that this is never going to be fun. so yeah, I'm really hoping, if not for anything, but for our collective ego, let's win this thing. <laughs> let's win it because right now it's Africa against Nigeria. It's Africa against Nigeria. So yeah, I'm just really hoping and I'm really praying that the Lord will favor us. Just like Pastor Nat said in Alilia Challenge, this is um, yes this morning. He said, let's just pray that the Lord will answer, will favor us. Because, <laughs> you know, you cannot say, Lord, do it for us. And then the other people too, they are saying, Lord, so who would the Lord answer like this? <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm just really chilled. I mean, Ivory Coast, they say we should not say Ivory Coast, that is Cordova. So I think Cordova, they are really cool people. So I don't, I don't even think if they should win this Afghan, I would really be as odd as if it had been South Africa. Who had won this Afcon? I mean, you guys know. You, we all we all share the sentiments, right? <laughs> and I'm sorry if there's, if there's any South Africa that is listening to me or would still listen to me. Please, I'm sorry. I love you guys, Batong. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, I was our week. 
mine was very eventful mine was very eventful it was it was just amazing i'm not even going to lie i can't go into details but what i can just say is that mine was really beautiful i had so much activities it was a lot of fun a lot of work too yes a lot of work because i have deadline <laughs> i have deadline my deadline is literally um the last day of february and when i tell you that i'm not even halfway halfway through my work you guys will not even believe me but yeah god is helping me god is pushing me and i think that's enough consolation yeah so yeah you guys something happened this morning while i was going to church and i thought i was going to share people in lagos are so unhinged i i'm not even kidding so while i was going to church i was inside down full and only for me to raise up my head from the window and i saw somebody who was like upstairs outside their home upstairs and this person was dressing up and for a second i was like i don't understand what's going on here like you left your living room you left your room you left your kitchen you left your bedroom you left your store and you came outside is it veranda they call it you came outside your veranda where everybody like everybody's literally walking the ones that are inside the cars are inside the cars the ones that are inside down for inside the, and you are dressing i was perplexed i was literally perplexed like what is this this is <laughs> you guys i don't even know why i'm so happy why i'm so laughing considering the fact that the conversations we'll be having on the podcast today it's it's a little bit traumatizing so i don't know where this old joy and this happiness and everything is just coming from but i want to believe it's from the hallelujah challenge that i had a recap of so i couldn't join in the midnight so i had to when i got back from church i just picked up my phone and i did a recap and it was just a blessing to me so maybe that's where my joy is my joy is being fought from whatever it is i'm really grateful for this joy i want to hold on to this joy and i never want to let let's go all right so yeah anyways that's that for the crazy things that goes on in lagos there are other crazier things than this but this one just really broke the cameras back for me at least for today because i'm like oh my god this is the lord's day why are we doing this in this lagos why oh god please i beg <laughs> let's go into the show or let's go into today's epic epic oh, okay into today's episode please thank you all right so um while in church today Apostolian said so many things that just really made me consider things that I might have paid cognizance to before, but right now it made so much sense to me. And it just it just made you start made me to start thinking about so many things that we really need to think about, that we really need to pay attention to. And you know, as Africans, there is a way that we, we like to just ignore some certain conversations there is a way that we just say that this thing is not that deep let's, let's just forget about it but when you look at it where you realize that this is very deep <laughs> very deep and please can i just quickly say thank you to this person who listens to me from kenya thank you so much i don't know you but thank you it really gladdens my heart a lot like thank you very much i mean i'm very grateful for every other geographics that listen to me people in usa in uk but i mean for some reason this care just <laughs> has a way of getting to me thank you so much i also checked the analytics today and i saw that somebody from what how is it called now is it pronounced i don't know is it marichos or maritos maritos or marichos i don't know but somebody else is also listening to me from maritos is it maritos 
I'm sorry if I butchered that name, but yeah, thank you very much. I'm grateful. I don't know how you got to find out about this podcast, but thank you. And I'm really hoping that it blesses you. Yeah, because beyond everything, beyond the, oh, oh, somebody's listening to me from Kenya. The major goal is that you get blessed. I mean, and where you get blessed, you also recommend to other persons and the listen and the listen and it becomes an avenue of, of believers that comes together and sees yourself as family in Christ, as siblings in Christ. So yeah, thank you very much. I digress, but it's needed. So yeah, um, I was talking about how there are things that we need to really pay cognizance to as Africans. And as much as you might want to dismiss some certain conversations and say, ah, I don't think this is necessary or I don't think this is that deep. When you look at it, where you realize that it is way deeper than what you think, it is way deeper than how you can even decipher what it is deep. And and I think most times when you think about things like this, you realize that there is a genesis of it. And I think I've spoken about something like genesis of the matter before on this podcast, or maybe I have not, but I think I have. And it's just one of those conversations that I always like to have with my friend, Laura. And I would say that there is a genesis for everything. Like something would not just happen because it wants to happen. There is always a genesis for something. Um, you guys, I'm so sorry, but I have to leave here right now. Lagos is crazy. Lagos is a crazy place. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let me just continue what I'm talking about. So I like to have a conversation with my friend and say that there is a way that there is a genesis for everything. Like people would not just start something. People would not just start an habit. People would not just start to do something. People will only start to do something when there has been something that has failed it for so long. There has been something that has made this thing so. And, you know, while Pastor was talking about this whole thing this, this morning in church, and he was talking about how, um, how sometimes the things that we see ourselves, the, the things that we do in marriage, or the things that we do among our friends are fueled by how we were raised, by our core um, pr- primary providers that is either your parents or your guardians one way or the other there is something that they have instilled in you and either you are seeking their attention or you badly need them to acknowledge you for once and that way there is something that just starts to happen that you just know for sure that this thing is because something 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 or this thing can be traced back to my I don't know. I don't know if anybody's getting the point. Can be traced back to how I was raised. And it just really made me to remember how I I don't know how to give compliments. I'm sorry. I don't know how to receive compliments. I give compliments pretty well. But I don't know how to take compliments. When somebody compliments me and say, oh, you look amazing. Or you dress really good. Or you look so beautiful. As much as I want to say thank you, I do not believe them. I, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to explain without sounding crazy or without sounding weird. But there is just a way that people would say that, oh, you, you, you are this, or you are brilliant, you are intelligent, you have this, you have that. And there's just this awkwardness that comes with, oh, okay, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that, but yeah, thank you. So it's always really awkward for me. I mean, sometimes I just really want to shut people up and say, don't, don't say anything about me. Like, thank you, don't say anything about me. And when you think about it, I was thinking about why, why um, a posterior was saying something in church considering this as regards this today and it felt like oh my god this is so true there has to be some sort of 
functioning in my childhood that made me resolve to this kind of person i i have not figured it out i still do not know what it is but i am willing to always go back and look for the genesis of this matter i know for sure that this thing did not just happen because i just developed it there has to be some underlining factors there has to be an underlining issue that must have propelled me into this version of myself so when i say when people compliment compliment me and i find it rather hard or i find it awkward when people say something like this or maybe when people want to show affection or emotions to me and it's rather strange to me there must be something that has caused um a restraint maybe not particularly a restraint but there has to be something that 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 must have not been right in my childhood that causes me to react this way to compliment so one of my major goals this year and last year but more particularly this year was that i want to be very open to compliment like when people compliment me or say very good things about me i want to believe them i want to i want to take it all in i want to believe that yes that is who i am and not any other thing and aside what i'm saying there are also some persons that do not know how to give love out i used to be in that category but i realized that that is not the flex that we think it is so when you say something like i I don't know how to love people i don't know as much as that is your reality and it is valid i think that i find a major problem with people who now pride in it that is not a flex i used to be that person when when my friends tell me i feel like laura will be able to relate to this a lot so my friend tells me i love you it's weird to me. I'm like, okay, you love me. I would not say I love you back, you guys. It's going to be so weird for me to say I love you back. And for the ve- for a very long time, I found it rather hard to love them genuinely as I would want to. I found it really hard. And, you know, that is where the Holy Spirit comes in because we are able to go to the... You know, the Holy Spirit is not just our comforter. The Holy Spirit is there on all sides to be able to help us and say, you know, come to me and pour it all out. Tell me what, the, tell me the things that you are going through. Tell me the emotions that you are battling with. I want to help you. And for a very long time, I, I never knew what it is to love friends. It, it just always felt really weird for me. And, you know, while Pastor was saying something as regards that, they said, if your parent has never said a single I love you, it would be very hard. <laughs> For you to, you need repair. In other words, that was what he said. He said, you need repair. If your parent has never for once hugged you or let's say expressed themselves by saying, I love you, you need a whole lot of repair. And it made so much sense to me because now here I am. I, I don't know how to say I love you. Even now that the Holy Spirit is helping me to love my friends as much as I should because I see the effort these people put into loving me and I want to also reciprocate, if not even more than the way they love me. And as much as the Holy Spirit is really helping me to be patient with them, to love them as as vividly as I should, I still really find it hard to say I love you to them. One of my friends was telling me recently, Lord, this same Laura again. She was telling me recently that I see this year you must learn how to say I love. You must learn how to receive love. And as much as that could be a banter, right? I think about it, I'm like, do I even know how to receive love? Do, do I know, okay, as much as, okay, I might not really be so heavy on giving love out. I might not know the actual way to give it out. But I know that in my own ways, I give out love the way I should. But can I receive love? Am I capable of receiving love? And I think this is a conversation that everybody should have. You know, sometimes you, you really need to sit and think and say, okay, the things that I do, what propels them? What started this thing? 
how did it all begin you know when you start to ask yourself this question and the holy spirit begins to reveal this thing you realize that all these things started way back from your childhood either because your parent has never said i love you or maybe you you needed your parents attention so much that you started to do everything to be an attention seeker this is going to be a conversation for another day but i think it's one of the things that we really need to highlight when you see that um maybe a child was raised in a home whereby everybody just do their thing you are neglected nobody cares about you you realize that little by little you grow up to be an attention seeker attention seeker for people to notice you and most especially for your parents to notice you for once you want their validation i first was saying so much about it this month and i'm not even going to i was moved to tears <laughs> i was moved to tears as much as you know he was trying to make it so funny and you know i, I was just moved to tears because i was like oh my god and he made he made mention of something that really struck out for me like we need to do so much as a generation so that we will not pass down the trauma that we we we, we felt or we are still feeling down to our children and you know you would not really blame your parents because when i think about all of the things that my dad has had to go through i i know that it has not been easy for that man i mean i love my father so much <laughs> but i know that it has not been easy for him when you hear about and i know that this is so for many of our parents too you you just realize that one way or the other they've been through so much either they too they never really know what it means to be a father or how or what is expected of them to be a good father and then all of a sudden they are just thrown into this life and then we expect magic we expect roses and you know bed full of roses feathers and all of those it's not going to work that way because when you settle down to hear their stories you realize that they too they've been through so much trauma without even knowing it they've been through so much that has given them ptsd or has made them to be a strict version of themselves without even knowing it and then we we hold them so tight and we expect so much from them and that is not to say that fathers who still do so much more than what i'm talking about should not be held responsible but you know the level at which your father you know what your father has been through you know what your mom has been through and while i was thinking about it, i'm like okay as much as i might want to play the blame game blame game and say ah my 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 dad never really did this my dad i need to be able to be to, to get sincere with myself and ask myself and say, okay this man was he ever shown love as a kid kid when I tell you guys the, 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 the age that my father started to fend for himself, you would be shocked. And I know this must have been so for at least two, three other persons like that. If I tell you when this man started to fend for himself, you would be shocked. Now tell me how is... <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to think about it. So when you think about all of these things, the very best thing to do is not to point fingers at your parents. It's not so you could have done better. Yes, they could have done better, but they don't know better. That was the, that was the best they could do. That was the best they could offer. So rather than point fingers at them and say, you could have done better, you could have raised me better. Ask yourself, how can I detach myself from this trauma? Because whether you like it or not, we have all been traumatized. Whether you like it or not. We have all been traumatized. There has been something, an underlining factor that has held us bound without us even knowing. It's until when you start to react, you know, to, 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 to talk to people, to socialize with people, that is when you start to realize, oh my God. So this thing has been existing for so long and I knew it not. 
I never knew that it was hard for me to receive love until I got into uni. I never knew that it was, I never knew that I was battling with horrendous anger issue until I got into uni. I never knew that I had so much that has that has piled up in my head until I started to re relate with people. While I was home before I got into uni, it was just, I mean, everybody was just doing things. You know, I'm sorry that I keep referencing Apostle Manuel because he's one of the persons that just brought this conversation up today. I was in church when I wrote this and I said, oh, we're going to have this conversation on the podcast. So he said one time that um, his father, you know, they moved to a one-bedroom apartment. No, was it one-bedroom? I think a one-room apartment. And that was the longest period of his life. Because when, he father, when his father enters into the room, he immediately stands up. And his father has been noticing and noticing like, ah, why is that when I enter into the room and I sit on the bed, if this child was sitting on the bed, he would immediately stand up. What is the problem? And the father asked that, what is your problem? Why do you keep running away from me? And he said something that was really funny and everybody just like, he was like, not today. <laughs> not today I don't run from you. And when you think about it, right, you see that this has been the dynamics for every African child. So like literally every African child, we need to, we need a repair. You need a repair so that what happens, you know, it's not really just for you, but it's also for your children yet unborn. You might think, oh, I don't think I really need to work on myself. Okay, you might not really need the working on, but your children need the working on. Because you cannot pass the same thing that your parents, parents pass down to you, to those kids. So you say, I can handle it. But you realize that there are so much that you cannot even handle. So much. <laughs> you will be shocked so much that you cannot undo and when you think about it you realize that there is so much work that needs to be done there is so much work that needs to be done there is just so much that we need to bury ourselves into and come out a clean slate that when people are saying something you are able to say that i have been through this phase of my life and i can now confidently say that i am free and i am free indeed so I'm able to look at myself and somebody will walk up to me and say, you look absolutely beautiful. And I would believe them. And I would know for sure that this person means what he has just said to me or what she has just said to me. Because I truly see myself as beautiful. That I would walk into a room filled with beautiful people and I would walk in with so much confidence knowing that nobody is going to make me shrink. So even if nobody had given me as much as attention as I should have gotten while I was a kid, I know that right now there is somebody who has given me the utmost attention that I need in my life. And that is my master, Jesus. And every day he's reminding me that I am a daughter of a king. I belong to a royal dynasty. So even if it can be easier said than done, once in the show, it can be done. So I will walk into a room and I would walk like the queen that I am, like the princess that I am. And I would walk into a room and I would see myself and acknowledge that indeed there is something that God is doing inside of me. See, you have to break loose. You have to break loose until your name is changed. Just the way that Jacob fought until his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. You have to fight. You have to fight until you become less attention seeking you have to fight until you start to see yourself the way god sees you if you don't see yourself the way god sees you there is no amount of you are beautiful that anybody will tell you that you will believe there is no amount of compliments that anybody will bring your way that you will believe i am telling you right now before god and man 
There is nothing that you will believe. So yes, your parent never said you are this. No, your parent never, no, never said anything more than well done to you. Or maybe they said some, some degrading words to you while growing up. Let's assume that they do not know better. Let's assume that that is the best day themselves they could do. Now, what are you also doing to detach yourself? What are you doing to detach yourself from this, this generational trauma that has been going on for so long? Because whether you like it or not, this has become a generational trauma. Until you let go, you will also find yourself recreating this thing. So you cannot get married now and then your children, they, the moment they hear you unking, they run to their room, they switch off, the, switch off the TV and run to their room and take their book and they are reading because what? Daddy has come, oh, the lion, the emperor, the conqueror or whatever has come. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was different references and I said, do, do we know the person that sang this on Domo? He said, no, 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 it's not Domo, it's Frank Edward. <laughs> you guys, so yeah. I mean, I'm trying to make this, this atmosphere as, as fun as it's as it could get so yeah that that, that was it like that was a digression on my part but yeah domain sang that song the lion the emperor the conqueror is here yeah domain i think frank edward yeah frank edward so yeah so that's that that's just it really we we are adults now and we have to be very truthful with ourselves not every day eh, my friend did not raise me right you have to let go of this entitlement we have to let go of this entitlement we have to ensure that, see, it is time for you to take responsibility of yourself. Nobody cares whether you grumble, whether you shout, whether you say, stand up. Stand up and do what needs to be done. If it's for you to hold on to the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, this month, I want you to check my heart. I want you to check the things that are not working. I want you to approve the things that Ah, oh God, I don't know how I can emphasize it, but this is something that I'm willing to work on myself. I wrote down in my, in my notebook in church, I'm like, who am I? Like, who am I? It's a question that needs to be asked. Because when people get, compliment me, or when my friends tell me they love me, why do I not believe them? Why do I feel like they are lying? Have I been lied to for so long that I feel like every other person that says these things also lie or are also lying? What exactly has, has caused that misconception inside of my heart that has made me so rigid and, you know, so livid to love? Or that when somebody comes to me and says, I love you, I want to, and my next best reaction is just to get irritated and say, bruv, just go. What exactly is the problem? And that is the way you're supposed to ask yourself too. Why am I scared of marriage? You have to be able to ask yourself. When people talk about kids, why am I scared to have kids? This is a conversation to have. <laughs> oh my God. See, you have to be able to have hard conversations with yourself. You should not just, you should not just des desire to, ha to have hard conversations with your friends or with your families alone. You should also learn to have hard conversations with yourself. Like sit yourself down and ask Ask yourself, have that conversation with yourself. When people enter and they see you talking to yourself, let them think you are mad. You are, the know, you are the one that knows the reproof and the rebranding that you are doing with your soul. Your soul needs it. We cannot continue to be a believer that carries baggage. The Holy Spirit is willing to help us. But if we continue to shut him out, we will continue to carry the baggage until the end of time. 
And when it is time for you to stand in gap for your children, you realize that there is so much that you have neglected and you are slowly becoming your African parents. The same African parent that you complain about, you are slowly becoming them without even knowing. So you need to be able to ask yourself, why am I scared of having kids? Why am I scared of getting married? Why am I scared of making friends? Is it because I have been hurt so much by some friends and I feel like every other person that tries to come into my life also mean evil? These are the conversations we need to have, have, have with ourselves. There is so much that God is doing in this year and I feel like there are certain things that can also disrupt it. So I am talking to you because I know that I will also be taking this step. I will also be going back to my roots and seeking for answers, trying to discover the genesis of the matter. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the hearts. So I believe that in the beginning of my own life, there must have been some sort of misarrangements. So I need to be able to find the puzzle. I need to be able to find the puzzle. And I am putting it to you too, that as you start this new week, that you find the puzzle too, that you seek that puzzle, that you ask yourself those, those hard questions and you answer it. Don't be insincere with yourself. Answer those questions. And I know that the Lord is going to help us, me inclusive, because I really need that help. I was praying this afternoon, I'm like, God, I need your help. <laughs> oh God, you guys don't really know how much we need the help of God. Or maybe you do know, but we just, we just play lightly with it. We really need the help of the Holy Spirit. And he's willing to help us. He's willing to help us if only we let him in. If only we let him in. I've never said this before, but I really want you to share this episode to one or two persons that you love. Even if you do not love the person and you perceive in your spirit that this person might need this episode, please share it with them. I can just sense that the Spirit of God wants to do something in our generation via this episode. And I just want you to spread the word. Please, I have never asked anybody to upload the link or share this. And maybe I have, like in the beginning, just. <laughs> but I am very, very particular about this one. I am very, very particular about this one. Please do share this episode to one or two persons that you know, that you are very sure that needs this episode. Please share it with them. And I'm just praying for you that this week is going to be a trauma-free week. It's going to be a week where we walk lightly. Like our soul is light. There is no burden. There is no baggage. We just walk empty. Allowing the spirit of the Lord to fill us with his word. With his teachings and with his power. That we walk in the spirit. And we tame the flesh. We tame every addiction. We tame every habit. And we allow the spirit to, to, to purge us. To refine us and take us through the fire. Whereby when we come out of that fire, we are like gold. That is pleasing to the eyes of everybody. And we arise and we shine. And the light of God illuminates in our lives in the name of Jesus. Peace to you, my siblings in Christ. I am really praying and I am rooting for you. And I am hoping that you pray for me as well i need your prayers i need your encouragement and yes it is only way up from here i would not be recommending any songs today but if you feel your spirit leading you to to listen to worship and just bask in the presence and in the atmosphere of Lord, please go ahead and do that the lord is waiting to receive you and the lord is waiting to purge you and have a therapeutic session with you please open up yourself and do this all right 
thank you so much i feel so relieved to have done this yes let's go and root for nigeria super eagles for the afcon finals hoping that by next week when i record this we'll be talking about how the afcon went in our favor and how we brought the cup back to nigeria all right let's go go super eagles and go siblings in christ i'm rooting for you all right bye